Hey guys, it's another episode of Baby Adults. Um, it's your boy Cameron. Today's episode is a little bit different. Uh, normally, you know, we talk about a specific topic and cover that. Um, but today, after looking at the statistics, you know, we're doing really well on the podcast. So I thought I'd just switch it up, do a different episode to celebrate the um, the support and uh, I guess the viewership that we've gotten thus far. So I actually have a guest with me. His name's Jonathan, and I'm gonna let him introduce himself. Hey, what's good, y'all? <laughs> <laughs> so, Jonathan, tell, tell the audience a little bit about yourself. I mean, they know me, so they know about, you know, my college experience so far, where I'm from, what I do, and such. So, tell us about, tell them about you. Hey, uh, my name is Jonathan, obviously. Uh, I'm a good friend of Cam's. I go to Charlotte, UNCC, Niner Pride, if there's something like that. Uh, what else? I'm majoring major senior and oh i'm also from nigeria i just go to school here <laughs> so all right so you say you're from nigeria how yeah. long have you lived in the states oh uh, i've lived here for five years yeah going on six going on six yeah how how would you describe your experience so far it's been different like because i growing up i was much younger so i moved here when i was what, 15 so moved, moved here, started college at 15, and it's just been a ride. I like living here because I have my own free, I have my freedom, and it's just more accessibility to things as opposed to living in Nigeria. So, do you think that um, do you think that the image of America that you had from Nigeria fit the image of what you think America is now, or do you think that there was a disconnect between the two? Yes and no. I say I say yes because um, we watch like shows and stuff and like you know like all the high school like drama and everything like that. There's there's always pieces they don't tell you about. But also no because we used to come here a lot for vacation, so like maybe once every year. So there's a little bit in there. Okay. Well, that's the introduction, and then we'll get into the questions that um, people have sent me for this special episode. So, on this episode, what I did was, on my Instagram, I asked people to ask us questions um, so that we'd answer on the podcast, things that I don't normally talk about. And I'll keep the names anonymous, but here are the questions. Uh, someone asked us, what is our bucket list? Uh, Jonathan, I'm going to let you take this one first. I think the first time, one of the first times you met me, I mentioned something about my bucket list. Mm-hmm. And the one thing that was on there, the tip top, was skydiving. Which you did. Which mm-hmm. I did last year. Shout out to everyone who followed through, even Cam too. Mm-hmm. That, that night was something else. Yeah. That, that was, that was, I, I didn't go skydiving, you know. I, I was broke. Still am. I'm less broke now. But they said it was a blast and we actually teed up that night. It was a fun party. What else is on the list? Yeah. Um, I'm trying to go scuba diving. Okay. I'm for my birthday this year. So. Where would, we, where would we need to go for that? Uh, I've been looking at Wilmington or Holden Beach. Okay. Or Folly Beach, one of those. But there's that. Um, I'm going to give you a little backstory to this one. So, growing up, I used to cycle a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, I ride bikes. So, I used to compete as well. I did pretty decent. And 
my goal, like from that, from that um, thing, was to participate in a Tour de France. Okay. So. So for those people who don't know, like how long is that? Um, it's a lot. I, I can't tell you the specifics, but I know it's. It spans over several days, and it's a good number of miles. It, they, you have to go to different places in France to complete your tracks slash your trail. But you also have to qualify. Like, they do preliminaries, and you also have to be sponsored by a particular number of companies to be able to participate. But that's something I want to do, like... Maybe when I'm like 30. Okay, I was about to ask if there was a time or age when you could leave that by. Yeah. Um, apart from that, honestly, I don't think there isn't any like extreme. Like when we talk about like booking list, people always talk about like extreme mm-hmm. sports and shit. But something else I'd like to do is like own a farm slash garden that's like really big. I don't know. I can I can get behind the 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 garden part, but farms. Uh, I mean, I'm not the biggest fan of animals. At least not even not even animals. Just the way they smell, and just when I start thinking too much about it, yeah. I'm just like, damn, that animal actually has feelings and intellect, and like I don't want to hurt you. I mean, plants do to a different level, but I don't feel bad about eating a tomato. <laughs> but like when I see like the pig that was like you know literally out the mud, like yeah. they. That pig been with me for like you know a couple of years. I'm like shit, bacon time. I'm gonna be hurt. <laughs> no, I'm bacon. I'm I'm gonna be hurt. So I, I think and and also I think gardens, at least um, foliage in general, are more aesthetically pleasing. Than all the greens and different colors of vegetables. So I, I could definitely see a garden, at least for me personally, a farm that's yeah. whoo chilly. Yeah, no, I I feel that because like I I grew up. I keep saying I grew up. Um, my family, my mom actually owned a farm, mm-hmm. several farms, and she, like, I've been to some, to someone, and I was like, yeah, I like the, I like the plant farms, too, like, stuff like that, but, you know, farms, those, that's not, that's not my cup of tea. I know a family member who had an animal farm, and I never wanted to go there, because just taking care of animals is, is a lot. Yes, so. Probably wish that on someone. Unless they wanted to. <laughs> Damn, alright, that's that's the F in chat and you know RIP to all farmers out there that raise animals. <laughs> um any other items on your bucket list? You got garden, scuba diving, you already did skydiving and then tour de France? Yeah. Um wait. I wrote this down a while ago. It's in my notes. Okay. I've been updating it since for a hobbit and uh I think last yeah, last time I looked at it, so um, right there. Oh shit! So that's right. Scuba dive, skydive. Wait, let me show you. I just want to show you how long ago this was. This is 2018. Damn. 2018. Scuba dive, skydive, participate in Tour de France. Fly a plane. So I've done fly a plane. Mm-hmm. Tour de France. Oh no, not Tour de France. Skydive. <laughs> um, there's also drive between continents. There's go to a Manchester United game. That's a soccer team that I root for. And then the last one is go to space. I don't know how that one happened. Okay. The, the go to space one's probably the tallest order. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Is but that a possible shout out to Elon Musk? It definitely. Um, it's. I think it's a well-rounded um, bucket list because really you got skydiving, scuba diving, and outer space. It's really all. And then driving across continents. Yeah. That, that's three. You got um, 
terrains. What are these terrains? You got air, yeah. land, and space. Fucking, I don't know if space is a terrain, but y'all got y'all got the gist yeah, of the shit. Yeah. And me personally, I don't really have a bucket list. Like I feel like I have, um, I have things that I hope to accomplish in life. Well, I guess the only item that'd be on my bucket list would be like travel to different continents. Yeah. Like, um, I want to go to Japan probably the most, uh, and then go to countries in Europe, go to Africa. So there are definitely things that I want to do. Um, I guess the traveling would be more so bucket list things rather than um, accomplishments. Because other things I want to do like are more so accomplishments and things that I want to do on my bucket list. They're, they're kind of hand in hand, but I feel like accomplishments are more so feats. So like your Tour de France might more so be an accomplishment than like a bucket they're, they're on the same thing, yeah. but that's a feat rather than like, yeah. oh, like, I mean, going skydiving, that is like, you have to have the, the courage to do that. Right. But it's not like it requires like a lot of work for you to do. Like, you just you just earn the money and then you find a venue and you jump out of a plane. Whereas Tour de France, that's gonna take, you know, potentially months or maybe even years of training for you to accomplish okay. that. Okay. Uh, the next question Wait, was, hold on, hold on. Before, before you go, mm-hmm. um, I don't know if you've seen this, but there's this one movie on Netflix, it's called A Fuck It List. I really, I, I think I saw part of it and I fell asleep. Was that, did he? Yep, I did see it. He burned down the school. Yeah. Yes. That, that part. I don't know. I just thought that was funny. <laughs> For those of you who saw that movie or haven't seen the movie, it's decent. Um, characters are all right. It, uh, it's your typical, like, high school, high school rom-com. Movie. Yeah, like, oh my gosh, like, I'm going through life changes and I'm just going to do shit my own way. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's necessarily, like, geared for people that are already, like, you know, mid, mid-20s, mid early 20s, because we've already graduated high school. It's not like we need a last hurrah. And fuck, that's quarantine, too, but that's neither here nor right. there. So the second one was um, handling friendships during quarantine. And I think, well, I, I only really hang around five or six people. And Jonathan's one of those five or six people and he knows the group that I'm talking about. And we really only hang out with each other. And I think personally, I'm, I'm a person that's really hyper-focused on what I want to do. So like, if, if, you're, if you have a presence in my life, then I'm, that's like, there's a lot of attention in those areas. To where it's like, I feel like there's some people that are, their company is appreciated, but it's not necessarily needed. And that isn't a dig towards them. That's just my personal relationship with them. And these five or six people are all people that I have motivation to see. So it's kind of hard to really juggle friendships during quarantine, in my opinion, because when we have people that aren't really in those five or six that I'm still, you know, close with, it's hard for me to, you know, find the energy and time and always have the motivation to go see them, especially when I have a group of people who I'm so fond of. Because, you know, it'd be different if we can move normally because, you know, we can go out, oh, well, you know, we can do X, Y, and Z. But now it's really just you're confined to just kind of playing cards, talking, maybe drinking, just having conversations. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, that that, that is good because you can make deeper friendships. But it isn't always what's, I guess, the most fun option or, you know, it's not the thing that you always want to do. Whereas I can always do things, I can always do, I can do whatever with you guys and have fun. Whereas it's like I can do whatever with anyone and have fun. Right. So I feel like I just kind of, I've fallen off with some people, but then I've built stronger relationships with others. How about you? How do you, what's your take on friendships during quarantine? I think, personally, they, I solidified a lot of them. Like, it opened up my eyes to a lot of friendships that 
that were kind of slacking that really um that really weighing on me and I had to let those go and I saw some that have so much potential and I went for them and they have been some of the best like like y'all mm-hmm. uh, y'all who I hang with so quarantine a lot of people will tell you oh um if they don't reach out to you like they're a bad friend and all that don't listen to that this quarantine period was something else for everybody so if 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 you want to base your friendship off of oh they never reached out to me the whole time you might want to reevaluate yourself because did you reach out to them probably not so something about the whole friendship thing is everyone's going through their own shtick so don't 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 feel bad that someone didn't reach out to you because everyone fights their demons you, you can they can be smiling with you one day and you would never know what they're going through but all my friendships um went through some sort of transformation during quarantine and i loved it i, I matter of fact i tweeted tweet about it because i've been tweeting a lot <laughs> i've been a lot bro. i wish i could see him but you know twitter's I had to let that one go. Shit, but, but hanging with y'all, because I'd gone back to Myrtle Beach mm-hmm. for a hot minute. I was back in like May, came back in June, and the whole time, like, I, we, we'd all hang out. Like, it was just five, six of us every time. And that was interesting. Like, that way, I just felt like we were able to, be, to build better friendships as a whole for sure and also sure. individually because mm-hmm. it's a whole thing when people just hang out with a large group of friends and it's different when it's like one-on-one and i think personally from what i saw from everyone even myself we were able to do both and it wasn't one out of um spite or anything because we roast each other all the time for sure <laughs> like i i swear if you if you if you hung out with us we're a bunch of shady motherfuckers i mean just I like mean, constant yeah. smoke I, i'm I pretty mean, sure yeah. i get called a whore <laughs> at least like 10 times a day and you know really you get roasted so much in the group at this point in time you just gotta rock the shit like if i'm gonna be a whore i'm gonna be a bad one really um <laughs> Shout out to Chris for that one. <laughs> so you know, it, it definitely. You're right. We definitely we, we take a lot of shade. We we, yeah. we 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 dish it out, but it's all in it's all in good fun. And you know, also just to kind of segue off that, one thing that I think that you said that was really important is just kind of asking yourself, did you reach out to them? You know, I think that we all need to be self aware. You know, have self awareness because it, it's a it's a two way street. So, you know, you can ask that question and when you make your you know opinions and judgments about how you feel about somebody, also remember like, you know, what did you do in that in that situation to, to solidify or try to reconcile the friendship? Right. So, you know, and if, if you do do that and you come to the conclusion that you don't want to be friends anymore, that the friendship was lacking, then as long as you did that, then you did your due, you did your due diligence and you can move forward appropriately. I think that'd be the mature thing to do. The next question we got was, uh, what what do we think about pursuing the arts slash passions during quarantine since we're online? And personally, as a person that uh, is that does a decent amount of artistic things, um, this time period was almost golden for me because you know I was doing I was doing the Photoshop series, I'm still working on that, and I'm doing the CDs and the podcast, and I definitely would have not done these things 
had I not had quarantine because the fo the Photoshop class was essentially a five hour YouTube class that I just did in like two or three days. And then everything I learned after that was like individual videos. Like I have a, um, a playlist on YouTube that has all my Photoshop related videos. Okay. So if I ever want to learn something that wasn't in that video, I just go back and look at it. And I don't think that I would have put as much attention into Photoshop and learning the program had we not been on quarantine. And same with starting the CD project. I mean, I'm a little bit behind now, but I had no strict deadline on it. And you know, yeah. being home for a week kind of messed up things. Also with the, um, the Photoshop, um, you know, that, that series on Instagram, like that as well, put a hiccup in it because I'm not back at, I was back at my house. I didn't have um, the things that I wanted to take the shoots. And then I also didn't have my computer to edit photos. But this time it really allowed me to think about what I want to do as a creator during this time period and execute. You know, right now we're in up till six of the podcast and people have asked me like, you know, what if people stop listening? Well, I mean, that, that'd be unfortunate, but this is something that I enjoy doing. You know, if people, I'm trying to, you know, reach out and have people start a conversation so we can get to know each other better so we can, you know, relate to each other more. So, although this is about me wanting to do this, so that selfish aspect, I would hope that people would tune in and listen to it regardless. But I wouldn't have done this without quarantine. So what's your yeah. opinions about, like, you know, pursuing your passions during quarantine? Honestly, I think it was one of the best things to ever happen. Like, I know we talk about like, oh yeah, quarantine was sad. I didn't get to do a lot of things, but for most people, it was a shutdown period. Like, we literally can't do anything, and you just have to sit down with yourself and reflect on your thoughts. This quarantine period, like, all y'all know, like on my Instagram, on my Instagram, on my Snap, I always fawn over my plants. So over quarantine, I started a little garden, and not like this was like my first time. Last year, um, I got this bamboo plant, and I gave it to someone, but I never got it back. So R.I.P. that bamboo plant. R.I.P. Stewie. <laughs> His name was Stewie. But I've been, I've always been interested in plants and stuff like that. Like my mom's a botanist, so she was she she would just like talk to me about flowers and stuff like that. So I never had time to even go to a store to say, oh, I want to buy these seeds, these type of flowers. But quarantine, I was able to go started to tend to all that and it got me thinking like I love this so much like take time out talk to the plants water them every day it's just like became a part of me and there's a something else I tried painting I've never I, I haven't painted in probably 10 years because I've just never had the the will to and I'm also not that like creative I think the last time I painted was in a fine arts class. But this quarantine, I did like three paintings and I could probably sell y'all some if you want. Damn. Bro, some plug for the paintings. <laughs> Be up. Also, I love art. Like, I go to museums and, and sit and I just see like all the museum. I just, I just saw it. I just felt like I couldn't do any of them. But I tried my hand at painting and that was really awesome. Even though it wasn't like tip top, like I just, just, it was also a really good ease. Something, another thing that I was also really into is um, photography. Mm -hmm. um, I used to take hella pictures, but in the past like year, I just fell off because I just I just couldn't find the strength or even the motivation to pick up my camera. But this quarantine, sat down, set up the stand in my room, like mess around with the light and all that. So I think this quarantine was a great period too. 
to find passions, to rediscover passions, and to focus on passions and arts because honestly, this is oh, I'll be throwing my Instagram out there. Follow me on Instagram, but um, if you look at my bio, it says a life lived for art is never a life wasted in French. I would say that in French, but I'm a little scrappy. But I just believe like this was great for the art world. Okay, um, I definitely yeah. Basically, you know, we we have the opinion that this is a great time to to really rediscover and then further um, pursue your passions. And I, I do want to say, you know, just on the flip side, if you know everything that was going on during quarantine. So, you know, the Black Lives Matter movement, the um, abolished police, I mean, police brutality pro, um, protests as well. If all those things, you know, were a lot better, if they're really bearing on you, then you don't feel bad because if you were able to do something during quarantine with everything going on, that's kudos to you, but that's not knocking anybody who couldn't. Because, right. you know, if you did do something that just meant that you were able to continue living your life in a way that um, allowed you to to focus on other things so you know it, it's a personal journey i just you know if you're in a position to where you could do something i would hope that you would and the next question is opinions on marriage you can go ahead and take this one i'm really iffy about marriage okay every every girl i've every woman i've dated i've always been like you know what i probably wouldn't like them long enough to see myself with them long term Shout out to Jonathan's exes. I still love all y'all. Y'all are great. <laughs> y'all are so great. But um, I don't know. So I would sit on the phone with some of my friends and I'd tell them, you know what? Love's a facade. Damn. Marriage doesn't exist. I would much rather go for a partnership. So uh, what what age or uh, what part of your life were you in when you had these ideas? I was probably as recent as like two years ago. Okay. I mean, okay. So you were, you were 18, 19? Yeah. And I don't know, I just felt like, you know what, marriage is, I feel like it was a, it's a bond, yes, but like, you're, you're in it for life for the most part. And I, I had, I've heard like stories about some of my really good friends, my, my mentor used to tell me, well, he got, he got divorced because his wife cheated on him and stuff like that. It's tough. That, that is tough. And like, he's one of the greatest person, the greatest people I've met and stuff like that just like really scared me about marriage like I don't I be getting heartbroken a lot so I'm just like if I choose to commit my life to one person like in that way and shit doesn't happen the way I want it to then where do we go from there but essentially I just feel like marriage is a partnership if you don't want to get married that's cool if you do want to get married that's cool just don't let anyone force you into being married. Amen to that. And I'm going to just interject. I really feel like what you said there is key because also anyone, but also like society. Like, don't let the pressure of age, most like, definitely. you know, don't let anything tell you should get married. And my bad, I just, I want nah, that. That really spoke to me. You good. Because like you said, like, there's, there's niggas out there who go like, oh yeah, she, like she just got a ring. Oh, I'm about to propose like, Bro, everyone has their own time. Just because everyone doing their doing their thing doesn't mean it's for you as well. Mm-hmm. And I know like society 
um, we go with this whole perception of, oh yeah, you shouldn't have a family, like kids and all that, without being married, but the fact remains that like, no one's gonna know your exact situation and everything is different. No two things are the same. So you do it as it best fits you and what makes you happy, like generally happy. Not like the happiness that everyone might see, but like the happiness that comes from within. Mm-hmm. And I think all those, all those are very important, um, you know, ideas and things to focus on when you're trying to choose your life partner. Uh, for me, you know, I don't. I think marriage is kind of a failed institution. You know, um, I'm I'm torn because I really like the concept of a life partner rather than like, like you know, go ahead and going into marriage. Yeah. Because for me, when I look at marriage in America, just like based 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 off of the statistics, right, they say around fifty percent of all marriages end in divorce. What I, what I'm thinking of is like you know, if I gotta go to work every day, right. Let's say I hop in my car. There's a 50% chance my car's going to shut down on the way to work. Or I can take the bus, and then I'll still get to work. And, you know, for me, the life partners would be the bus, and marriage would be the cars. No matter what, you're still going to work, right? You're still, getting, you're still going from A to B. The only difference really is, is you know, the title on it, or, you know, the, the, I guess there's minute differences, but at the end of the day, you're just traveling to and fro to work. So it's like... I don't really know if I want to go ahead and, and opt into a system that has proven to like you know be failing, and I don't even, I don't even mean failing in the sense of like oh like you know it's not I mean it is work it isn't working but like if you're in college you got a fifty in the class fuck it you're failing the class right so like this shit really like no cap is failing it's not it's not even like oh we're over exaggerating no it's it's on the paper. And I feel like marriage is also a little bit different for like millennials and people that are Gen Z. Because I mean, I've been blessed to, to, and privileged to be raised in a nuclear family. So, you know, my parents were high school sweethearts and, you know, they got married. And, uh, you know, when I'm thinking about marriage in my life, I do think that I have met people, you know, that have been close to my life that I could potentially marry. But like, it's like, I don't really think of them as like, it's weird. Like, I don't, I don't know if I necessarily want to marry them or are they, are they just life partners people that i go through life with growing with and people that pushed me and that i enjoy being around so it's like I, damn i really don't know where the fuck i'm supposed to go like i i half of me sees like you know the success that my parents had and what they built and the other half of me is just like damn like do i really need like a, like a, a contractual bond to somebody to make this work you know, yeah. can, can we just buy rings and say that, you know, we're, that this is our life partner? Because you know, a marriage at the at the very surface, right? Saying you're married to somebody is just that. Saying someone's your life partner is just that. If you just look at those two statements, the life partner seems to have more weight. It seems to be more authentic. Not saying that it, when you marry someone, you choose for them to be a life partner, right? But like, that's not the, that's not the front label. The front label is... That we are married. We yeah. are, you, you see what I'm saying? I see what you're saying. I and see what it, you're saying. if you're married and you say we're life partners, you're then you're then surpassing your marriage. You're saying we, we present as life partners even though we are married. So, you know, I still feel like the life partners is a better route for me. And I don't essentially need to be married to do that. Um, and I also don't think that, you know, personally, I'm in a position to commit to somebody for life. Not because I, you know, I'm out, I'm still trying to be in the streets, but more so because I'm not, you know, particularly in a place where I want to be. And um, I think that there's a lot of growth on my end 
and also you know we're in trying times so i think i think now more than ever really seeing the the true like i guess people's true character we're seeing what they're really about and you know how they really move when things are tough and, and a lot of people are in isolation or you know they're not as social so they're having to self-reflect as well which then brings out different sides of their character yeah. so people you thought you knew shit can flip the script so you know that that's just me you know, I pref- I think um the older I get the more so I'm leaning into be- finding my life partner which doesn't essentially have to be marriage now if I find my life partner and they're like i like no I need to marry you I, I might have to coin flip it then because like <laughs> I really don't I'm I'm yeah. in I'm indifferent towards getting married right I don't know yeah. if someone that, I don't know if someone that wants to be my life partner would want to be with someone that is indifferent to marriage when they want to get married Right, like I feel like, damn, you have a baby. I mean, I, sh- it's, I guess I'm not guess. Like, like it's not right. Like, I'm. It's neither here nor there, neither this nor that. Like, nah. Like, I feel like that's something that's something, something that someone really wants security. In. Yeah. So I think I'll have to cross that bridge when I get there, if I do get there, you know. And then wait, hold on, before you go off. Of okay, that, okay. I'm just. I realized we never talked about like a whole marriage and like partner situation. We be talking a lot, so. Just that, that, just that link together. And I feel like a lot of people, a lot of people do want that life partner, but they label it as a marriage. Mm -hmm. So, which, which also attributes to the, to the failed thing, to the failed marriage statistics, because we all just want that, like, that label, but we don't want the, the deeper meaning to what it might be. Mm -hmm. It's just like relationships, like, oh yeah, sure, I'd like them to be my boyfriend girlfriend significant other but it's just a title y'all don't do shit y'all don't trust each other you don't have talks you don't do anything it's just oh it's shade for me <laughs> i ain't throwing shade I'm, i mean, it, oh, oh, oh. No, no, i mean like it's, it's not it's not even it's not even directed i mean it's just like the fact being that like you were saying like in a hypothetical relationship oh yeah yeah that shit happens i mean yeah. damn he just snapping on him like i'm on your ass type <laughs> shit agree. but nah see and I realized that, like, so, in the past, like, couple years, say five years, my most recent relationships and, like, my dating life was more looking for a life partner and less less of a marriage person. Because if you look on Twitter and stuff now, people go, oh, if we date, I'm looking to marry you. Sheesh. Like, bro, Wait. I know I'd be liking the tweets though. <laughs> you will hope that I'll be liking the tweets, but it's it's more than just like the label of marriage because low key what marriage is is well a lot of people say it's a it's a declaration of love before God, but at the same time it's it's just a paper it's a piece of paper. Yeah, it says Mister and Mrs. or Mrs. and Mrs. or Mister that type. So. I don't know. We can go to the next question. No, actually, I don't even. For me, I don't even care if my wife has the same last name. Oh God, you can keep your last name. Me, I don't. I don't really care. It's just arbitrary to me. Um, but also the, 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 the to piggyback off that, it's just kind of weird to, to think that like you know a lot of people are in that mindset of, of I'm dating to marry. Because like when you said that comment about oh like saying someone's your boyfriend or girlfriend sometimes doesn't mean anything. It's funny because it really doesn't. Like, your girlfriend or boyfriend is just, like, one isolated person that you choose to be mutually exclusive with and that you have sexual relations with. Right. And, you know, especially with our generation, that shit. I, if I tell, if I'm going to explain the scenario. Okay. 
we don't sleep with other people. We hang out a lot. And, you know, we have a sexual relationship. That y'all could be dating, y'all could not be. Fuck it. Like, y'all could y'all be could talking. Be friends with benefits. Be friends with benefits, you know, and y'all don't have any other, you know, options. Y'all could be talking um, shit. Like, yeah, really, there's, there, there's a lot of, there's a, you know, you really got to say what it is for people to understand because there's a lot of um, gray space between friends and dating. So it's like, if I say, if I call someone my girlfriend, I think a lot of my friends already know this as well. If I call someone my girlfriend, that has a meaning behind it because, yeah. it, I mean, there's a decent amount of people that I think that I could have, you know, good sexual relations with, but this might be like, you know, negative five people that I want to call my girlfriend. I mean, that, that was, that was an exaggeration. It's really like negative two. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, like there's definitely like that girlfriend type has a lot more weight and I feel like we don't really, as, as a, as a generation, we can't like unanimously like categorize the different relationships. Yeah. Like we can't be like, I really feel like we don't even agree that boyfriend and girlfriend are at the highest standard because what you just said of like that don't really mean shit. It's crazy. Like how how was the how was the highest relationship before I guess like marriage and like partners? Yeah. How was that? You know, we're, that we're still questioning about that. Like, is that really your girlfriend or like? Or is that your boyfriend, or is he? He got nineteen hoes, and you just happen to be the one that has the girlfriend in the contacts. Like, not the contacts. I'm. I. I mean, really, <laughs> it's the truth for me. So, <laughs> I, I really feel like you know that's that that's a that's a, almost another episode. Really, we can keep talking about this one because the fact being, I feel like we can't really decide or <laughs> agree about what relationships are. And then the next question is. Um, what are your thoughts on the state of America? Uh, well, I'm gonna say this as a as a foreigner. <laughs> a foreigner, yeah. Niggas sound fuck with y'all. I said, I said, no, I said, it's y'all. I said, it's them. I I live here. I have for the past five years, so I am a part of what's going on, mm-hmm. and it does affect me as well. Maybe maybe not to an extent that it affects some other people. It may be larger than some other people. Matter of fact, some in a way more than other people. So, for for some of y'all who don't know, so international students have to be be here on an international visa. And a month ago, maybe a month, a little over a month, um, the president of the country had said, um, if you're not taking classes in person this semester, you have to go back to your home country. Niggas went ballistic. Yeah, we we were speaking for the right reasons. Oh yeah. So that type of thing would affect me. There's some there's also some other things that wouldn't like I don't know. There's there's a whole lot that's going on in this country. We can't even go from the election to the protest. Even some that happened a couple days and I'm not sure where it was. Jay with Jacob Blake was his name? Yo, I saw that video. I didn't watch that video because you it know, is like, it is really like I can't it's just it's horrific really like um it's the lack of value of human life for me like truthfully I if you see if you've seen the video you know you know what I'm talking about and I'll, I'll just kind of talk I'll just narrate I guess so basically um Jacob was he was I guess confronted by the police they already had their guns drawn but they didn't physically have contact with him but he walked away from the police 
and two police officers had their guns pointed at him. At which point in time, he opened the door to his car and um, the police grabbed him by the shirt and he proceeded to get in his car while the officer that had him grabbed by the shirt shot him seven times. And I don't know if the, co the officer behind him shot, but I know the one that was holding him shot him seven times and then the video ends there. So, you know, some of the questions that came to my mind is the cops, when they, in the video, they were, he was probably on the, he was on the passenger side of the car and he walked around the front of the car to the driver's seat. So they have pepper spray, batons, and tasers to all apprehend this man and they could tackle him also because there's two of them. You know, he was walking away, but he was not threatening them. Now, I mean, if you're a cop, oh, he's going to his car, maybe he's getting a weapon. But even then, even if you had that mindset, you had all the way from when he got up to when he walked to the driver's side and he wasn't walking, he wasn't running. He was walking and they were right on him because they grabbed his shirt. They had all that time to apprehend him by other means, yet they allowed him to get to the car. And then, you know, if he did have a weapon, I don't even know if he did, then they have the fear for life claim, right? Because, like, oh, what, yeah. what if he's, but... You had every opportunity beforehand and several tools to de-escalate the situation before it got there. Right. So, you know, I, that situation is just, you know, it, it's tragic like all the others. You know, it, it really shows the, the lack, you're right, the lack of value of human lives. And black lives in particular. You know, exactly. I, I mean, isolatedly black lives. So, you know, you know it, if you haven't seen the video, um... It, it is disturbing to watch, but if you... If Trigger you, warning. Yeah, it's, it, it's, right it's definitely um, a horrific thing to see. But if you want to see it to understand the situation, I think I described it decently well if you don't. But if you want to, there's plenty of video. There's plenty of circulation in the video. Um, prayers go out to his family and the black community as well. And to end up on a happier note, the last question was, what do you hope to accomplish in life? I had to talk with my dad over quarantine because I mean I don't leave I don't live with my parents, and from time to time we speak. And this was one of the days where my anxiety was at the highest. Like, bro, I feel like I told you about this. Like, I got struggled with anxiety heavy, and it's been the downfall for a lot of my relationships, friendships, even my career because I just don't like to email employers because I'd be like, oh, I don't want to hear from. Them. But the one thing I told him was, honestly, I just want to, I want to live a happy life. A lot of people, um, a lot of people interchange happiness with success. A lot of people ha interchange happiness with success. And I just, I just really just want to be happy. Like being content with what I have. I want to enjoy my life and not dread it. I want to be I want to be someone who who is like taking this last breath and it's like, you know what? I made the most out of what I did. I made the most out of my situation. And I thoroughly enjoyed it. And I had a great time. No regrets. Okay. Um I yeah, I definitely I definitely agree with just kind of living a happy life and having no regrets. Um, for me creatively. I just I don't even necessarily even want to be famous off of like the stuff that I create because I want to go into merchandising and making hoodies, sweatshirts, stickers, etc. Hey, I put me down for the first like five. Yeah, exactly. I, I just want I want to make stuff that that the people that are close to me are comfortable and you know they they want to they want to wear it right. I want to yeah. make stuff that me and my people can wear 
and then you know we, we can we can rock it in unity and like um you know it's it's kind of like it's 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 just a kind of appreciation like like you know i want to create this and then that we all like yeah and, you know I want, I want that to be what we got no matter where we are in life we still got that same sweatshirt we're still rocking the same stickers on our water bottles and just kind of like you know leave leave a piece of me and us with the people that i love and cherish in this world um wherever they are and if it happens to get trendy or famous that's cool but you know that's you know i just want to make sure me and mine's you know we we have we have that symbol for us yeah like um and i mean that that's more so creatively wait if, if i'm talking about like you know um like drawing painting or even like the Photoshop. For that, I just want to have like proficiency or mastery in those things. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily want to make a bag off of them if I can't cool. But like, you know, I just want to, I want to, you know, be a, a person that can draw so well. It's jaw dropping. Now, obviously, right now, it would be, um, it'd be almost disrespectful for me to like want to claim that now because I don't draw that frequently. But, you know, in my life, I do want to accomplish that. And I, um, I, I want to, you know, kind of have several several sources of income, right? So, like, you know, if the podcast blows up, like, the podcast getting 100,000 views, you know, we just, sir, sir. We, we talk across the country. I'm talking about we got viewers everywhere. But fun, funny enough, I do have, I remember the first um, podcast, I had someone in, in Jordan, Jordan and someone yeah. in Canada. We, we, we <laughs> was born. We, we, we global. Global. Um, so, you know, just, uh, just kind of have that type of reach then i want to you know maybe make a youtuber start streaming and put that put you know plug that in in the um in the podcast and just kind of have a brand right yeah you know really um be able to to have a good voice and to have spread and reach to bring joy to people that want to be a part of this dream I mean, having a family and shit school too. Like, <laughs> I, I do want to do that having two little munchkins people say yeah people say like I, i'd be I already look like a dad, but Can like, dad. yeah, really, I might, I might have changed the brand that, that, um, you know, it, it's weird. It's like people say, I, I you know, I have a dad, but I, just, I don't even know what the fuck it's like to be a father. Cause <laughs> my goal really is to take what my parents taught me, remove the toxic parts and then give that to my kids. Right. Cause you know, one thing that we don't talk about with one thing I have talked about the podcast but that we don't talk about in real life also is the homophobia, transphobia, and the um, ignorant, and the ignorance, or ignorance, all that. Yeah, all those yeah. things that you're taught as a male, and also some of those things that you're taught as a black male, we just kind of sweep under the rug. That's normal, like, you yeah. know? And no, like, I want to remove that and let my child be who they want to be, and hopefully they can raise, if they choose to have children, raise their children to be more accepting and um, move forward with that. But with that, that actually concludes all six of the questions that we had. Um, today's episode is actually longer. You know, right now we're sitting at about 42 minutes. So that's not good. It's not that bad. Usually my podcast by myself for like 20 minutes, but with having a second person, we essentially don't put the time. Right. Um, so I want to thank Jonathan for coming on. If you want to, you can drop your uh, Instagram. Yeah, appreciate you for having me on. You know, I'm close to this. <laughs> From say I put you on, yeah, that's the OG. Yeah, Jonathan was definitely one of the supporters that um that showed out when I was making the uh the video series, the vlog um say I put you on Snapchat, which is the predecessor to Baby Adults. So, you know, thanks for coming. Thanks for listening. 
<laughs> Y'all be easy, alright? Peace. Hey guys, it's Cam. Um, we just finished up uh, processing and, you know, editing the main part of the podcast. But, you know, just to have a formal outro, I want to thank everyone for tuning in thus far and for the continued support. This episode, this episode was on the longer side because it was two of us talking, so it kind of doubled the time. And, you know, I do plan on having more people on the podcast and having more voices on here to be heard. So again, thanks for the continued support and I appreciate everyone that's tuned in. Thank you for tuning in to Baby Adults and y'all know what it is, be easy.